0: Welcome to Marshfield Community Media's part-time podcast starring the interns Will Nicholson and Tyler Pinero.
1: Welcome to Marshfield Community Media's part-time podcast where the wage is minimum, but the sports takes are massive. I'm Will Nicholson. Alongside me, I have Tyler Pinero. Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well.
0: And You know who's not doing well? The Every Patriots. single fan in New England. <sighs> it's a tough day. It's not looking good.
1: So, yeah, obviously, we're going to start this off with a little bit of Patriots talk. We can't not talk about the Patriots <laughs> just because it's, it's been pretty terrible so far. Uh, if you didn't see, the Patriots lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. I believe the score was, what, 19 to 21, 10? 21-19. 21-9.
0: Really? No, 21-10. No, no. to 21-10, yeah. Cause Wait,
1: of the, I, I think it was 19 because of the safety because it was The safety 16. got it
0: to 21. I know that.
1: Okay. Nonetheless, the, the Patriots lost badly. Mac Jones once again Ass. didn't look good. So
0: uh Tyler, you said you uh you kind of wanted to say your piece on this, so, so I'll kind of give you the reins. You know uh I hate the Patriots. Malcolm Butler, I hate him especially. <laughs> Seahawks fan? <laughs> yep, but you know, they had this coming, you know. Well, both of our parents, you know, the Patriots were terrible when they were younger. And now finally they're bad again. And these are the Patriots that every other human being in the world Not born from, like, 1999 to now we're used to seeing. Exactly. So I think it's a humbling experience. And I think it's funny because I saw something earlier. It was a meme for the NFL Christmas this year. It's called The Nightmare Before Christmas because the Patriots and the Broncos are playing on Christmas Eve. Oh. That would have been such a good game, like, 10 years ago. It would have (laughs) been. But now it's just a toilet bowl.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's tough if you're a a Patriots fan. Uh, My parents say the exact same thing all the time. Like the Patriots were terrible when I was a kid. Like you got lucky. Uh, And I I don't even need the Patriots to be like this dominant force anymore. I just want us to be like don't competitive. Yeah, exactly. Like we're a competitive team. I'm I'm fully ready to embrace the rebuild, the full rebuild. Are you ready to get rid of Mac? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's about time. I don't think he is the uh, the answer long term. I don't think I want to just kind of drop him
0: though. You know what I mean? Cause uh, I would try and trade him. While yeah, yeah. Cause he shows promise sometimes, but yeah. Then you have the throw to Hunter Henry. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was terrible. That was an awful throw. Where you just I think I would have been it.
0: closer to Henry than he was.
1: Yeah, you got a nice arm. You can, I can fire some... one in. Yeah, you got a little.
0: <laughs> I watched. Tormaz. You got the
1: Rogers for me. I watched Tormas. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Patriots are, are looking very tough right now. I am, like I said, ready to embrace the full rebuild of this team. I'm ready to start from scratch. I'm ready for Belichick to be gone. I'm ready for uh, Gerard Mayo to come in as the new head coach. Uh, Mac obviously, I think needs to go. But my thing is when a team gets starts to get good, it's rarely ever because of the quarterback stepped in mm-hmm. and changed the franchise, you which think,
0: I know is what people don't want to hear. But do you uh, think it's time for them to bring the goat off the practice squad and have him run the offense?
1: Absolutely, team?
0: it's Malik Cunningham's time to shine. I was not talking Malik Cunningham. Uh, I was talking Zappy zappy nah you still have zappy fever no
1: No, i never had zappy fever never had zappy fever. no i never really saw the vision i know a lot of new englanders loved him they did yeah well he just had a funny last name like oh the zappy hour but (laughs) the zappy hour no i never bought into to zappy i'd like to see more of malik Cunningham, just because uh i feel like with this offensive line you need a mobile guy like you need someone to go out and make plays
0: you've seen mac jones you know he can't get three seconds in the pocket.
1: Nah, it's terrible. And that's one of the reasons I don't blame him, but he just has these plays where it's like he's not the guy. But the reason I don't want to move on from Mac is very rarely does a quarterback just come in and fully change a franchise. It has to be everything around and the quarterback is the final piece. Like we saw with the Jets before Aaron Rodgers got hurt, they Mm -hmm. built everything up. They got Garrett Wilson, they got Sauce Gardner, Mm -hmm. Elijah Vera Tucker, Mekhi Becton. They built that whole offensive line. Defensively, they re-signed Quinton Williams, and then they brought in Quincy Williams. So teams like that, even
0: teams like the Rams, the quarterback Mm -hmm. was the last piece when they Mm -hmm. won that Super Bowl. Side note, speaking of the Quincy and Quinton Williams, I had no idea they were brothers until this weekend, did you?
1: Yeah, what? That's like the I, whole thing. I had no idea. <laughs> the William brothers on defense. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, now you know. <laughs> that's a good
0: point you make about the Rams, how like all these quarterbacks are like the cherry on top, the icing on the cake. Yeah, that's really what it feels like.
1: Uh, even... The Jags, like when they got Trevor Lawrence, they didn't start winning because of Trevor Lawrence. They brought in Doug Peterson, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk. But they they re- restructured that year. offensive line. They get the number one overall draft pick, and they go Trayvon Walker, who has been decent. He's been decent mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, but yeah, it, the quarterback is the final piece. Same thing with the Rams. You already had Robert Woods. You had Cooper Cup. You had Aaron Donald. And now you, you have this Puka Doncic. Yeah, now you have Puka Doncic himself.
0: Shout out to LeBron. <laughs> But, you so, like,
1: you have all of these, you know, pieces. So I don't—because people are saying, oh, Patriots should tank for Caleb Williams. And my thing is, what if Caleb Williams doesn't work out? What then if what Caleb are,
0: Williams doesn't even want to declare for the draft? Exactly.
1: And then you're, you're in where the said, Jets were for the past 10 years where it's just new quarterback, new quarterback, new quarterback. If I'm the Patriots, I'm not even really looking for a quarterback in this draft unless you're 100% where you're like, okay— this guy is going to be the guy, and we're not yeah. just going to throw him into the offense that we had last year. Because right now, I don't care who you put in this Patriots offense. I don't think there's a single quarterback that, can, that could succeed. Maybe Josh Allen, maybe Mahomes. Other think, than that.
0: Well, look at Mahomes. like He's a wizard. So
1: Sure, yeah, I, I and I'd give you those two. But other than that, there's no other quarterback yeah. in the league that is going to succeed in this Patriots offense. But I think they could at least get more than one win. I think so, yeah. I'll, and I, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to defend Mac anymore, uh than than I already have. You know, I think we know who Mac is. He's an he's a pocket passer. When he's able to sit back in the pocket and guys get separation, he can put it right on him. Other than that, he can't really move around in the pocket. So I think
0: another big problem with the Patriots is Juju. Yeah, like he is not, you know, the guy we saw in Pittsburgh. We no. saw the regression in Kansas City, and now it's just you know regressing more and more.
1: He's been terrible. I mean, uh, just plain and simple, he
0: has been god-awful. Kendrick Bourne's looked better. I guess that's the one bright spot. I uh, made an interesting point about Caleb Williams, though, because I saw something. He was talking about how he can make more money off his NIL value next year yeah. than his NFL rookie contract. Yeah, And he already came out and said what teams they'll play for if they get the number one pick. And the Patriots were not on that list, so if they do get the first pick, they're not even going to get him.
1: Exactly. So. The, uh, the only other guy I could think about is uh, maybe Drake May. Would be like a for sure thing. Maybe Tall, athletic guy. No, no, I'm I'm really low on bonex Really, um, I just I, he's too old. You know what I mean? Like he's he's or, what like twenty five already. Oh,
0: he's he's another uh, what's his name? Georgia guy.
1: Oh, um, uh, Stetson, Stetson, Stetson Yeah, Stetson Bennett. Yeah. It, yeah, it feels like the same thing as as that, really. So I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in uh, this quarterback class unless it's like Drake May or K- Caleb Williams who doesn't want to play for the Patriots most likely. I don't know why he would. Although I don't Caleb,
0: know what quarterback wants to come into this offense. Caleb is still unbelievable, but oh my God, this weekend he did not look good. No, he looked terrible. Three interceptions in the first half Yeah, I saw. that was tough. Another team that didn't look good. I love them, but Colorado. Yeah, twenty nine nothing lead against Stanford and then blew it.
1: Did you see? Uh, you see Coach Prime's uh, post game speech? Happy. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I thought the comments on the video were hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's like if your coach starts off his post game speech with a prayer, you know you're done yeah. for. <laughs> you know and you're he running
0: questioning his guys' love for the game. He's yeah, said, Do you like this game? Yeah, yeah if you was like tough. it? You just you know talk about it now and then if you love it. Give all your attention to it.
1: No, I agree. Uh, it was a tough day for the uh, Colorado Buffaloes. They blew what was it a, a twenty nine point lead? Twenty nine point lead. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough for any team. Uh, it's even a prime team where he yep. really loves his guys. He likes to bring them up. It's hard to bring up a team when you blow a twenty nine point lead, uh-huh. especially versus uh, Stanford too. They should have whooped, and they were whooping. But they were. yeah,
0: it's tough. I think the defense kind of just gave up. Yeah, the the whole defense for pick Colorado has been terrible. thought it was over terrible. already. Yeah. They have their bright spots. Like, we saw Shiloh get the pick six yep. against, uh, was it Colorado State, I think it was?
1: Yes, yeah, it was Colorado State.
0: Now, I think, I don't know if he was back this week, but he should be back soon. Travis Hunter, mm-hmm. obviously. That's, you know... Probably a top three player on both sides of the ball for Colorado.
1: And Prime talks about, too, how important Travis Hunter is not only on the field, but when he's healthy, just having Travis Hunter in the facility mm-hmm. is massive. He talks about he, he's the first guy in, he's the last guy out, uh, and everything revolves around Travis Hunter. I saw an interview that, uh, or not an interview, but it was a uh, a video of him talking to his players and he was talking about how we need to step up, step up, and be like our leader. And he's like, "You don't even know, or you don't even need to know his name. You already know who I'm talking about." Mm-hmm. And it's like this, this, this kind of aura that Travis Hunter brings to that whole team yeah. cannot be understated. So I think just having him on the field will be incredibly important for them.
0: Yeah, well, as we've seen him play like 100 plus snaps and games and all that, make big plays. You know, score touchdowns, get interceptions, pass breakups. So, he had his first touchdown last week, right? Oh, Travis Hunter. Yeah, he played. Did he play last week? I don't know.
1: I remember he had his first touchdown pretty recently. Okay. I think. Yeah, it well, was because he got laid out. Uh, go really bad. Out, but he yeah. squashed the beef with
0: that guy, so that's. Good.
1: I saw that was cool. That was really cool that they did that. I'm a big Travis Hunter guy. I would yeah. like uh, like the Patriots to maybe. Yes, I they would. But you never know. Is he gonna be
0: draft eligible this year?
1: No, no, he's not. Neither he's only well, he is, but there's no reason for him to. Not Shador, right? No, not Shador. I think they're both uh, sophomores right yeah, now. So I don't think that means because they, they, they did their freshman year at uh, Jackson, Jackson State. Yep. So uh, next year is when well, they're gonna be. Uh, it's probably I think next year's probably gonna be their last year in uh, college football. Yes, yeah, so I at think- least for. Uh, Travis Hunter you would think
0: it's gonna be his last year His well, Prime
1: says all the time when he's ready to go he's ready to go last
0: year uh what's his name Marvin Harrison jr was a sophomore and he he couldn't declare for the draft I'm pretty sure so yeah I think yeah. you have to play two years of college I don't even think it's uh
1: it's I think it's an age thing I think you have oh. to be 21 to declare for the draft or something like that because really I feel like there'd be more high school got, guys he's got
0: like 18 19 and 20 year olds coming to the NBA yeah I think it's different though. I think uh, football is more physical. You need to build your body up. I know that's obviously a reason, but then if you look at like payment wise, like there's 15 guys on an NBA roster. Yeah. And you have a huge salary cap to use. So you're paying all these guys way more than the NFL. You have to pay 53 people. Yeah. So you're not getting as much. So like obviously you're holding them back from playing longer. The minimum, too, is only like. (laughs) And you're you're taking away like money from them, too, because you have to split it among more people.
1: Yeah, and it's tough. The NFL is a is a tough league to stay in. It's a tough league to get into. Um, I just kind of want to say my my final little piece on the the Patriots right here. Uh-huh. Um, don't go and get a quarterback in the draft. I don't think there's really anyone out there who is is worth getting unless it's probably Drake May because I don't think Caleb Williams wants to play here. For the
0: love um, of God, do not tank for MHJ. Oh my God, please, please let don't. him go somewhere else. Yeah. Let him play with a competent quarterback. Yeah, and we I want to see a unanimous offensive rookie of the year season.
1: <laughs> it'll it'll happen eventually. We'll get another one. But I, yeah. if I'm the Patriots. With my my first pick, I'm going in. I'm rebuilding this offensive line. I'm telling Belichick, you're no longer the head of personnel. You can still maybe coach if he disagrees. Yes, I'm firing I would definitely him. Definitely get a new GM. Cause you need Belichick a new GM. Does
0: not know how to sign people. So
1: that that's what I'm doing. I'm uh, I'm spending my first and second rounder. I'm getting an offensive lineman and then I'm getting a defensive lineman. Uh, maybe a big a big guy or a big pressure guy, and then from there in my my second round. Uh, late second round and the third round. I'm rebuilding the offensive weapons. I'm going wide receiver. I'm going slot. I'm maybe going tight end. Everything Ooh. needs a rebuild. We need to get rid of Hunter Henry. We need to get rid of Mike Gesicki. That experiment is just not working. The two tight ends, is just it's not Bro, working.
0: We have a bit of breaking news here from Adam Ooh. Schefter. On the spot, seven-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Julio Jones is oh, signing man. a one-year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. Ring-chasing Julio. Look at him. <laughs> Again, rightfully so. Rightfully know. so, yeah. He needs His one. defense blew his chance at an actual ring. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I, I like
1: that. I mean, we might as
0: well talk about that right now. I mean, like, when there's breaking news on when the pod. When it happens, you know, you kind of got to go into it.
1: One-year deal with the Eagles reunited with his former Titans teammate A.J. Brown. And I liked that experiment back when they did it. So I think Julio's we'll, uh, gonna. We'll
0: see. I think he's gonna be wicked good just for the locker room. hundred oh, percent. He's gonna be very good for Devontae Smith. Yeah, I don't because Devontae started know. off really good. Yeah, but now we're seeing him regress. Yeah. But shout out to Devontae Smith for doing bad in fantasy this week. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> really, you. Really did good for you. And uh, Raheem Mostert, I've beaten you twice now when you had your two best games. Stay away from me. <laughs> Stay away. No more Raheem Mostert yep, going yep, against going Tyler. Away. Um, is
1: is AJ Brown? or not A.J. Brown, is uh, Julio Jones even going to be a starter probably on that team? Not. Probably not, right? Because it's uh, you got Smith, Brown, and then is like Quez, Quez. Yeah, probably Quez Watkins. And I don't think you want to take the speed of Quez off yeah. the field. I think maybe if they go like no tight end or like no running back and they go four wide, mm-hmm. uh, then maybe Julio Jones gets it. And obviously he'll sub in for like uh, – I. If it's a if it's a run or like a big type of personnel, I yep. think you go Blocking. Julio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think That's you pull you out. Yeah, you take Devonte Smith out, um, and then you probably go two wide receiver and like a tight end, two backs, something like that. I think so. Julio, there's a lot of
0: interesting things they can do with that. I was actually thinking about this the other day. I thought Julio was gonna like retire soon. Same with uh, his buddy Matt Ryan. Yeah. Because you know he's just you know getting up there in age.
1: I think Matt Ryan technically is retired though, right? Or he's well, not technically. He's a free agent. Yeah, yeah. He he's a he's broadcasting doing so he can have a job. Yeah, broadcasting. He's not gonna get another shot in I the NFL. Think so.
0: I think it's time to hang him up. Maybe yeah,
1: there's no reason for but,
0: anyone to even give him a shot. I think <laughs> Julio is gonna be very good for the culture of the Eagles. I think he's gonna I be agree. able to help out in the receiving room. You know, obviously, I think he's gonna be uh, more like a coach than he is gonna be a player. But yeah, he's gonna be a coach with pads.
1: Yeah, he'll have his moments. I mean Julio is still a decent wide receiver as far as like well, he's one of actual the, skill.
0: Like he's, he's one of, the, one of the best receivers of our generation. Exactly. He's he's one of the best ever at The twenty tens, it's him, Calvin Johnson, and Antonio Brown. Yeah. That's like the top three right there. 100%. And then DeAndre Hopkins is obviously later. up yeah. there with them. So yeah, was later. Now um
1: as far as like talent goes, I'm still high on Julio Jones. Like, I think he can still perform. He can still have his games. I don't think he's going to be some crazy, you know, threat when he comes in. It's like, oh, we need to game plan for Julio. But I think he adds a spark to that offense. Mm-hmm. He might be a great red zone guy yep. for them, especially with uh with Devontae Smith struggling with his size uh, you wanna
0: when ke- it gets close. you want hear a story about Julio Jones? I do. So a couple years ago during uh, COVID, 2K did this tournament where they had actual NBA players play against each other in 2K. And Andre Drummond was playing against DeMarcus Cousins. And Drummond asks him, what's the greatest poster you've ever seen? And Cousins goes, does it have to be in the NBA? Drummond says, no, it's not. He goes, well, it was back in high school. It was actually Julio Jones who (sighs) plays for the Falcons. He just got up and, like, cocked it back and just threw it down on a kid's head. Big poster. Mm -hmm. So Julio Jones, quite the athlete. Oh, yeah, 100% he's an athlete. I hear in high school they called him Waffle House. Waffle House? Why? Because he's
1: always open? Always open, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Like That's boy, better than the 7-Eleven Just like my boy 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jamar Chase. <laughs> like
1: 7-Eleven, Why does the open. Bengals have
0: to have a bye week this week is all I'm asking. I know. That is a tough one. Oh, uh, actually, the Eagles recently placed wide receiver Quez Watkins on the IR with the hamstring injury.
1: Schefter is just giving us whole bunch of uh news alerts i yeah i'm reading that right now shout out to Shaft. yeah so that actually makes sense with quez going on uh ir along with
0: uh desmond patman she was a slot guy for them something about the eagles though that always confuses me is their running backs yeah they have three running backs that are like could be starters swift gainwell boston scott yeah, the running back room is insane. And then you have another running back playing quarterback, but yeah, exactly.
1: This is uh, so you know how everyone made the jokes about the Eagles and how their uh their defense is pretty much like the Georgia defense. Well, now it's looking like their offense is the Alabama offense for the yeah. most part. They've got Julio Jones, Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts, and Landon uh, Dickerson for uh-huh. the the uh, offense, the Alabama offense. Oh,
0: their offense did just take a pretty big hit with uh, Lane Johnson. Yeah, that's a, I'm, he's I'm not going to be gone for long. I, I'm hearing it's not going to be too long, but you know he's all, he's a big piece of that offensive line. Hundred percent. And Jason Kelsey. So hopefully, you know Lane Johnson comes back soon. Yep.
1: No, I agree. Um, are you worried about Jalen Hurts at all with his uh, three interception game versus the Jets?
0: Well, f- funny story. So my English teacher, he's actually a big uh, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles fan. Hello, Mr. Raymond. Uh, so whenever the Eagles lose, I like to ask him like how what I, his thoughts on the game were, how the game went. Mm. And he told me that he was pretty pissed off. Yeah, he said Jalen Hurts looked more like Peyton Manning out there than an actual quarterback with all the interception he was throwing.
1: It was tough. It was a tough Jalen Hurts day. It was a tough
0: day for Jalen Hurts, but you know I wouldn't worry. Like you guys are five and one, you're in a four way tie for the best record in the league. So I wouldn't worry at all. But you know best record in the league, one of those teams is the Detroit Lions. That's true. I'm hyped about that. I think I I've been saying it. The Lions are for real. The Lions are legit. The Lions are for real. You know I don't I haven't understood some of the things they've done with like you know getting rid of Hawkinson and letting Jamal Williams walk. But they already found their guy at tight end in Sam Laporta. Yeah, Laporta's been a beast. And then uh, even though Montgomery just got hurt, this is the time now for Jameer Gibbs. To,
1: this is the time. The step. fantasy trade. It's cu- it's all coming around. You know what's crazy? And you know I. I've already tried to jinx it, and it, it hasn't worked. I've won almost every trade I've made in, like, the history of fantasy football. Really? I very rarely have lost a trade. And sometimes you can be like, oh, you know, they're they're even. But you know the trades where you go back and be like, oh, I wish I could take that back. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every trade I've ever
0: made, so I've won in. It's funny how you say that because my brother had the ultimate regret the other day. So him and his boys, they did their draft in July and everyone had a different team from draft day Yeah, within a month of the league. My brother drafted Tyreek Kill, ETN, and Raheem Mostert, and he doesn't have any of them anymore. No. But he sits at
1: 4-2. Yeah, he's fine. He probably got good pieces back. Yeah. Actually, I made a massive trade in the beginning of the year, and everyone said I was crazy for doing it. I gave up uh, Derrick Henry and Amari Cooper, and I got back uh the main piece was Stefan Diggs, and then I got, cool. like, some, some extra change, and I already had Josh Allen. People oh, were like, that's a
0: beautiful stack.
1: Yeah, so people were like, oh, you know, why why would you do that? You know, why would you – Derrick Henry is that whole offense, and, you know, Derrick Henry has not looked good. That's and, Sunday uh, night the game. guy who I made the trade with, he's like, every day I wish that Stefan Diggs was still on my fantasy team. So, yeah. That it's- uh, Sunday
0: night game yeah, was pretty boring to watch.
1: Yeah, oh, it was a snooze fest. <laughs> the ending was exciting. It
0: was all right. I yeah. think it was PI, but You think it was PI on I that think last it was play? I, but I don't know. Uh it's I think that was a tough call. At least Darren Waller got a target. Yeah. A he difficult. actually had a pretty good fantasy day. If Daniel Jones was in, you know, he's not getting that ball because Daniel Jones hates tight ends. Well, you know what's weird? It looked like in the preseason that he loved throwing to Waller. Yeah. But so I I don't get where the fall off started to come in. Well with look at Waller. what happened with Evan Ingram. Yeah, that's true Like, Evan Ingram looked like a bust when he was with the Giants Yeah Now he's in Jacksonville And, you know, he's a I'd say he's a top five tight end uh, Looking good He's a top five fantasy tight end Yeah, yeah, he's a top five fantasy to tight him. end
1: I'd say it's probably, like, Kelsey Kittle um, Hawk Hawkinson, yeah Uh
0: Low key Sam Laporta might be up there Yeah, no, he might be He honestly might be I would not put Goddard in there No way Goddard? Okay, I respect that I would not put Darren Waller in like he regular Darren Waller is. Yeah, right, right now, now no, right
1: not. now I agree. It's so yeah, Honestly, I, I could
0: be Ingram, dude. Yeah, no, I, I'm trying to think. Kyle I feel like we're Pitts missing someone. Had some daylight this weekend. Kyle
1: Pitts, yeah, Kyle Pitts will never be a top five tight end as but long as he's on the Atlanta Falcons. I
0: think if uh, they start Heineke instead of Ritter, then maybe Kyle Pitts will look better. But yeah,
1: maybe. My brother, he's never been
0: a big Heineken guy, so he I'm not had sure. A, he, he had a scorching take about uh tight ends the other day. He said Logan Thomas is a better tight end than Evan Ingram. Yeah, that's absurd. I said Logan Thomas had a game this year. That is,
1: yeah, no, I don't agree. So we have some uh, more Woj stuff <laughs> transition
0: from bat from football to basketball. <laughs> Shams is going crazy right now about James Harden, so he just tweeted while professionals and engage when present, James Harden has not attended any of the 76ers preseason preseason games and has participated in just one team practice scrimmage over 14 days of training camp. God. So I need to hear your opinion on this, Will. Do you think Harden, is he doing what he said he was going to do and just make it uncomfortable?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've seen him do this before. I think this is exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to, you know, force his way out. He's purposely being a bad teammate. These are new uh, line games, Yeah, I've never these, seen this before. He's giving them false games. hope.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's I, dangling the thing right in front of him. He's dangling.
1: Way. He obviously doesn't want to be there. He's already a Clipper. Like, well, let's no. let's be real. He's already in a
0: Clipper's uniform. But what are the Clippers going to give up? Because now they're saying they're not going to give up. Man. Yeah, so I don't was, think they should. Um, is it going to be like Rocco I I would uh, do Morris. I do like I would do Morris. You know they're not giving up Russ. They're not giving no, up PG. No. They're not PG and Kawhi. They're higher than Harden. Yeah. And then they're not going to give up Russ because you know he he worked there. He's the fire and yeah. yeah. I
1: think uh, So that's tough though. Dona uh, didn't Russ and uh, Harden have a falling out? Obviously uh, not the OKC one. I mean the Houston one because I don't know. Because he wanted
0: uh, Russ gone. I think Russ got traded. He got traded yeah. for CP3. I'm pretty sure.
1: No, it was the other way around. I believe right. It was uh, they were, they got because tra- they signed oh, Chris no. Paul. Yeah. They, and then uh they traded Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook. They did trade the yep, my bad, yeah. my bad Yep. And was, then uh and then from there they traded Westbrook for
0: uh John Wall. And then Harden said, I'm done happen. with this, I want out. Well John Wall had already fallen off. I think Harden wanted to keep playing with Russ. Maybe, yeah. He maybe. didn't like the trade yeah, for John yeah. Wall. Because John Wall was never good he hasn't been good since like twenty eighteen. Like I lo- John Wall was one of my favorite players when I was little. Yeah, but he has not been. It. Is he still in the league? He's a free agent. You know, the Celtics are thinking about picking him up, but ugh, I don't know. I'd love to see John Wall and Green. But I, I love John Wall. Another guy that he said he wants to join the Celtics, but I don't think the Celtics want him to join the team. Is yeah. uh, Austin Rivers. Yeah, I don't know about Austin Rivers. I mean, he's he's a pretty good shooter. I he's mean, for okay, upside, but, it, but his dad has like some bad juju with the team. Like, yeah, he got us a championship he also almost beat us in the playoffs last year. Yeah. But, you know, Doc Rivers can't hold a three-game lead. No, he
1: cannot. Is uh, Where's he coaching now? Because I know he's he got fired. Coaching. He's not? No, he's oh, he's out uh, broadcasting. Yep. That's right. He's broadcasting. There we go. I feel like, I, I think that's good for Doc. I think uh, that's a good switch to make. I broadcasting
0: an, is the most fun job on the planet, I will say. I saw an interview with him from, like, when he was playing. His voice used to sound normal. Yeah, You know that like he didn't used to sound like he had like a frog in his throat. Yeah, why did why is that? Maybe it's sort from of like coaching his son. I don't know,
1: yelling a lot. I th- I think it's got to be from yelling a lot, where you you scream like that. Oh, yeah. Um, the James Harden thing though, I I hate to say I I want James Harden to retire.
0: I used to but, love James Harden. Oh yeah, I, we, and we
1: talked about this a ton last time about how he put Houston on the map and and everything like that. But when we look at it now, I just. If you look at it, Harden was It's just, like Shaq in a Celtics jersey, man. Just nothing looks good.
0: Harden was a super team away from making it to the NBA Finals. It's true. I think yeah. if, you know, CP3 was an injury, Harden, you know, he'd have some jewelry on his finger. Right? He
1: might, know. but we got to keep in mind that game, they shot like 9 of 27 from 3 or something. Or it was yeah. it
0: was worse. But it's hard to compete when you have to face KD, Steph, and Clay. I agree, yeah. Like, That's like battling a three headed dragon. Like, you know, one of them's gonna burn you. No, I agree, but I think uh, his next best player on that team was PJ Tucker. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Like, you can't be a competitive team when PJ Tucker. I Tucker's just wanted your him to take over.
1: I, I really wanted a hardened takeover, and I wanted to see those Warriors teams
0: because if fall, Chris so. Paul was there, Chris yeah. Paul makes guys around him better. That's true.
1: This is a prime Chris Paul, too. Mm-hmm. Where he it was, was like the last year offense, of defense, Paul. yeah. Just insane. I think the last year of Prime, Chris Paul, to me, is uh, that finals. Yes.
0: I would see jokes that like Chris Paul would say, I'm addicted to playing in the finals after they lost the Bucks. <laughs> like, congrats so- to him about being said, sober. you years sober, <laughs> stuff like that. He, That's Chris awesome. Pa- if Chris Paul can fight addiction, anyone can.
1: <laughs> Two months over from being addicted to. <laughs> Being in the finals. Congratulations, CP3. Congrats to CP3. No, but uh, to kind of finish up the Harden stuff, I really want him to retire.
0: Either retire, or just you know, accept your role now, like Russell Westbrook did.
1: But here's the thing: even if he accepts his role, I think teams are are kind of like you know not into his whole locker room presence. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of a selling point. But you know, the same could go
0: with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie Irving didn't get any other offers in the But off-season. Kyrie's still in his prime. You know what I mean? I this might be a hot take. I think Kyrie's best years as a player were Boston. No, 100%. I like 100%. I think that's you. when he was at his best cuz yeah. that was his team. No, like, I agree. In Brooklyn he had KD. Yeah. And he also it feels like he never played in Brooklyn. All he had in Boston was, well, he didn't play in Brooklyn because of the whole vaccine crap. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, that's his own thing. But in Boston, you know, Gordon Hayward obviously goes down. Then he has rookie Tatum, and then he has second-year Jalen Brown. Yeah, and he just took over. And all he has is Al Horford next to him, where it's, yeah. that was still, like, prime Al Horford. That was still
1: all-star pro- or uh, Al Horford. No, I I totally agree with that. I don't think that's a hot take at all. Um, but the, the thing with Kyrie right now is that he's still a good enough player where you can kind of get away doing like the the whole switch thing i think this is his last shot if you can't make it work in dallas with luca it's wraps there's no point in even i don't
0: think the two of them can like play well together though because like it's they're both bad. so ball dominant yeah he's gonna have to accept a lesser role he's gonna have to play more off the ball than he does on the ball yeah because we see luca can set up his teammates very well but luca can also go out and score 60 yeah so I think Kyrie's going to have to, like— Maybe Luca takes a step back as far as scoring for him goes. You can't say, like, too much about Kyrie because he does have a ring, but he needs to become more of, like, that team player. Because he was playing with LeBron, so, like, he kind of knew that, you know, he didn't have a chance to be the guy. Yeah. But now he's got Luca, and he's like, you know, Luca's just this kid, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm a vet. Luca's now technically... Because uh, he's in his sixth year, which is crazy. Luca's in his sixth year? Tatum's in his seventh oh year. Oh,
1: my God, yeah. dude. That's, that makes S- me feel old. Seventh year, Tatum's
0: <laughs> crazy. Because I remember his sixth grade when he dunked on LeBron.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. I was still in high school. Oh. It's, it's a crazy <laughs> world. Uh, but with the the Harden, I think he needs to retire. retire I, think he, I think he needs to... Because I don't think teams are gonna want him anymore why why would you want Harden I would there's no reason sent him back to Houston Yeah, to finish it out you but know. even then he'll he'll stunt the the growth of like scoot yep and and that whole young Houston oh who he am is I thinking Portland. of I'm thinking of uh of Jalen green Jaylen and green. uh and those guys not scoot um and uh Jabari Smith and everything like that well, I don't think the, there's, the Rockets, there's they could sneak into the play in this year they could maybe I'm a big fan of the Blazers right now, too. I think they got a lot just, of really good, underrated pieces. I just don't
0: like the Blazers front court. Like, they're obviously two good players, Rob and uh, DeAndre Hayden, but you can only have three guys on the floor that can shoot. That's not good.
1: One of them's going to get moved. You can just feel one of them's going to get moved. Traded? Yeah. I don't think so. Rob? I think Rob gets moved. Don't think so?
0: I've uh, heard multiple reports that they want to keep both of them.
1: Well, I, I maybe we can see that work, but it's it's going to be uh, very difficult. Harden, Harden needs to go, though. I like, all right, so let, let me ask you this.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Who is a fit for Harden
0: as far as basketball and the locker room a goes? Team? I yeah. think it's hard not to say the Clippers just because his guys are there. Yeah. Well, his one guy, Russ. Yeah. Because we saw them in Houston. They were Buddies. They were like, they but if, go to the if Astros, you're the Clippers and you like Rocco and uh, Rocco Morris and then like some draft stuff, Terrence Mann, like those man ain't getting traded.
1: Those are good pieces. Do you really want Harden to be there at that point? Like, if you, if you're the Clippers, do you want Harden for the price that he's asking for? I don't.
0: I, just I don't think, think that so. Daryl Morey's just an idiot. Like, I don't know if he's watching, which probably not, but Daryl <laughs> Morey, you are not a good GM. Like, you don't treat your players well. Like, now we're hearing Embiid might want to leave. Yeah. I don't know what it is you're doing, but... You also said you wanted Dame. Yeah. But you also said you weren't going to give up Maxi. Like, it doesn't make sense, Daryl. Yeah. It's not adding up. It's not a perfect world. Sorry. So, if you either... You have two options. Win now and trade Maxi. Or build for the future and build around him. I agree. So, and you're not going to get man because... Man and Harden just aren't in the same level Because yep. Man's a young rising star And Harden, you know, he's just Older old, and disgruntled Older, but he's experienced So if you want that, you're going to get like Marcus Morris, maybe Which, that'd be funny seeing Marcus Morris Play for the Sixers after yeah, right. His Boston and run With uh, <laughs> this little three, crap
1: oh, three, oh. Yeah, if, if I'm an NBA GM I'm staying as far away From James Harden under any circumstances as possible I think He's he's in that discussion Of like who Wants this guy There There is no reason if I'm a GM anywhere That I want James Harden I don't think he's going to help us win Like think about this if you're a young team yep. He's going to butt heads with the young guys 100% If you're on a championship team mm-hmm. You're going to have to give up a lot of pieces To go and get him at that point You don't know what he's going to be like As far as a locker room guy and the third, I guess, you could just in the locker room thing, too. You don't know if he's going to get along with these pieces, and we saw you can't reason with James Harden. I feel you feel like can't. If you tell James Harden no, he spot wants out. for Him
0: would be Minnesota. I don't think he wants to play in Minnesota. It's just well, we don't know what's going to happen with like Ant Cat. I, was, I love Ant and Cat, but I can't stand Gobert, bro. Yeah, they gave up way too much to get him.
1: Maybe the Lakers just because at that point just throw anyone there. It's,
0: the I think Lakers, Lakers guard depth is already so good. Like, already, what if
1: they gave up D'Angelo Russell though?
0: They're not gonna. D'Angelo Russell's starting this year because yeah. like Darvin Ham already said, Gabe Vincent's coming off the bench.
1: I like that. So what's the Lakers starting five going to be look like? It's going to be it's going to be LeBron, AD, LeBron,
0: AD, D'Lo, Reeves. And he's gonna play the five for Louie. them. Oh no, I think Ad is gonna play the five. Good, that's where Louis is gonna start.
1: I like that. That's a pretty solid starting five, if you ask and me. You know,
0: bench we got Hayes. Uh, Jackson Hayes is underrated. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's uh Gabe Vincent. Vincent, yep, that's um, what I was thinking of. Christian Wood, yes, which I think he's super overrated. Wood? Christian Wood, yeah, ah. he was good, but like. He had I was the, a fan. He had everything in front of him to be an all-star. Yeah. And he still didn't get
1: it. Yeah, I thought he was going to be that one-two uh, punch with Luca, but I thought he I was, was a perfect fit. I was thinking, like,
0: Houston Christian Wood.
1: Oh, Houston Christian Wood
0: was a dog. But, like, that's what I'm saying. He could have easily been an all-star, but he still didn't get it. This is when like, the I, West I was know, still, like, really yeah. stacked, though. It's, it's hard. And it kind of comes down to just fan vote, too. Yeah, so. yeah. I think a team that, you know, doesn't get enough love from the fans is Sacramento. Oh
1: absolutely. I, absolutely,
0: I love the Kings. I loved watching yeah. them in the Light know, the Beam, dude. We played seven playoff games, but oh my god, I loved watching <laughs> them. <laughs> no, uh, you gotta light the beam. Darren Fox is like one of my favorite players in the league. Fox so is a now watching player. him get to one of the clutchest players in the league, getting to play on like the biggest stage. Beautiful.
1: I think that they're gonna be another really good playoff team this year. I need to see him make that next jump. I uh, think cuz they got unlucky. Steve Kerr had a great plan. I think the biggest part
0: of their success is going to have to be the leap of Keegan Murray.
1: Yeah. Well, he's a great shooter. He's a great offensive player. I think he needs to get better defensively. We saw him play in some which made him unplayable. Of...
0: Yeah. Oh, that man was God, cooking.
1: Dude. I don't even know why he's there. He dropped 55 he's not 41. Been
0: there. Like he was just too good. Like <laughs> they came off the court.
1: Yeah, I I never understood that. There's uh, there's no reason to play a guy like that. And Funny thing about a year ago, maybe a a little, a little less, or no, a little over a year ago, me and Gino Conti sat in this exact position, except Mm -hmm. me and you were were switched seats actually, and uh, we talked about how Paulo Bancaro, I said he shouldn't be playing summer league, even as a rookie. Yeah. Well, I said, well, he played a couple of games, and then it was like, okay, perfect. We've seen what we need to see. He's done. And he was like, "Oh, but he shouldn't get any special treatment." I'm like, "No, no, no. There's no reason for these guys to be playing in summer league. They're clearly better than these people who are trying to make the league because oh, they're mean a top draft pick. guys." Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Or just e- even rookies. You know what I mean? Like, the, I think rookies should. I think they should, but like the high draft picks. Like after like two games, yeah, it's like, like okay,
0: like what the Spurs cool. did with Wemby.
1: Yeah, yeah. Two games, it's like, all right, he got some reps. Perfect. And then he it's, looked shaky
0: in that first game. Yeah, he did. But then, he oh did. boy. Twenty-seven,
1: something like that. But second-year players, like especially (laughs) starters on playoff teams, there's no reason for Keegan Murray to be on the floor.
0: Though was uh, Jabari Smith? Yeah, no, that one makes sense. That That helped him like take his leap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only good part with Keegan Murray is you know it's gonna build up his confidence. Yeah, you know you need that from like. And I'm all for second year guys playing, mm. like uh, when Jalen
1: Brown was playing in it, and like Jason, Jason Tatum only played one year of summer league, which made yeah. sense. But I think it helps the uh, the development of of those guys. It
0: built up the the chemistry, but
1: yeah, a hundred percent. But a guy like Keegan Murray, <laughs> who was just he was a starter in the mm-hmm. playoffs, like there's no reason for him to be in summer league. I think. Like, his skill set is already very developed. But, I, yeah, na-
0: the confidence thing, I guess, makes sense. One last thing I want to touch on is, you know, we were talking about the Rockets earlier. They finally moved on from KPJ today. Mm. You know, like, do you think – what do you think? Because they sent them to OKC, then OKC dumped them right away. So, oh, OKC think, like, did dump them right you think away? What do they trade for both teams? Because OKC, they got some little draft things. Get rid – and uh, they got rid of Oladipo and uh, J.E.R., I think his name is. Yeah. Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Oh JRE, my bad. So, like, what do you just think of, like, you know, KPJ and, like, you know, how he's been in the news lately? And do you think a team is gonna try and take a chance on him? Or I has he screwed himself?
1: I doubt it. I really doubt he's uh, he's gonna get another chance in the league unless he really proves to the locker room and the GM and the coach. Because we all hey. saw what happened in Cleveland with the yeah. gun charges. So yeah, exactly. Now domestic
0: violence—that's just not gonna help you.
1: No, it's it's not at all. I think he's probably done unless he like he has to really convince someone that he is worth being uh in the league again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't I don't see it happening. Um again I've always I've I've had a very streaky uh predictions when it comes to if guys are gonna be in the league or not. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, maybe go on with the opposite of what I say. Maybe he will get another shot. But I think he's gonna have to convince a whole bunch of people really quickly and as far as it goes for the thunder uh i mean i think it was a good trade for them because they're just they keep on building that draft capital they have that kind of treasure chest of draft picks to go off of uh whether they want to make a move or whether they want to hold on to them i mean it's really it's a win-win situation as long as they draft well or you know they use them in the right way it's like uh it's like the Celtics trading Pierce and Garnet, but on steroids. They have way more picks than than
0: anyone in NBA history has had. And then the Nets, you know, just fell off. And then we ended up getting <sighs> it was so much fun. I loved that. <laughs> well, you think we
1: being the that. number one seed and then having the number one pick in the draft was that
0: was like prime being a Celtics fan. And then Brad Stevens doing the I think Stevens like Ainge doing the unthinkable. Trading down, down. Yeah. And getting the best player from that draft. JT. That was Oof. sick. You know what's funny? My coldest
1: take, I think, ever is at the time, I did not want the Celtics to draft Tatum. I okay. was so wrong. Because this is before uh, before we had Tatum. Are you like a UNC guy? Or-
0: no, no, no. no. You- so
1: before we, uh, we drafted Tatum, this is still when we had... Um, Isaiah, Isaiah, and Al Horford, and then we traded down, and I actually didn't mind that. I did really want Markel at the time. I wanted Markel, and then we traded down, and I was like, okay, you know, we're getting more draft picks. I actually wanted the Celtics to go Josh Jackson, if you can believe that. Oof. Oh, it was it was a freezing cold oh, take. God. But this is before Kyrie. This is before all of that. So the biggest problem that the Celtics had was rebounding.
0: Yeah. And
1: this is, you know, I was like, oh, we're gonna be fine. This is when we thought the lineup was gonna be IT, Hayward, yeah. and Horford. So I was like, we need more rebounding out there. So I thought we should go Josh Jackson oh, to, God. <laughs> as a, as a kind of baseline hey, running guy. Danny Inch, thank
0: you for not listening yeah. to the fans.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. I was very wrong. And you know you make predictions, you're gonna eventually get some wrong, and and that was that. Uh, I was uh, I was like, why are we taking a chance on had on this takes. skinny wing? You know what? He's not. He can score the ball, but you know he's he's not gonna fit in with this
0: team. And uh, I was wrong. I, I, think I was my coldest wrong. take that C.J. Stroud was gonna be a bust. Yeah. You know, it's only six weeks in, but I kind of already have been proven wrong. Yeah. Oh. <sighs>
1: We'll see. One of the, the hottest takes I've seen comes from Gino Connie. Shout out to him. Uh, he predicted that the Patriots were going to get Ramondre Stevenson in the third round, uh, which Ooh. is cr- crazy. He Because he liter- we did a pre-draft show, and he said, oh, I could really see the Patriots going running back, and I really like this Ramondre Stevenson kid. He already seems like he could be a Patriot. Then the Patriots drafted him, and we know how it's been from there. And that was a crazy prediction.
0: That's, pre- that's pretty funny.
1: I've had some good ones, though. Jordan loves terrible, so that's what I'm sticking to.
0: <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of this Part-Time Pod, where, you know, sport the wage is minimum, but the sport takes our maximum. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for watching. You know, me and well, we enjoy doing this a lot. So uh, I don't know when that Instagram is going to be available, but when it is, we'll shout it out. Of course. Uh, Will, you got anything else?
1: uh just thank you for watching thank you to uh Marshfield community media for once again providing us with uh,
0: the greatest company in the south shore
1: exactly <laughs> providing us with the the studio i'm rocking the merch today for a reason Sure. um yeah thank you for watching uh and we will see you next time